Welcome to the Abandoning Average Podcast here for the aspiring Christian woman. There's a lot of self-doubt. Why am I not doing this? And then you're like, oh, well, because just because I'm afraid of it. There's also this norm of, well, why are you doing something different? I don't want you to be. People want for other people to look at them and say, oh, that person is successful. They put their mind to something and they did it. What happens most of the time is people start something and then it doesn't go anywhere. I think a lot of people aren't aware that they're actually like afraid to do something out of the ordinary. So then they don't do anything. By choosing to do something different, you are setting yourself apart. Fear of rejection, fear of anything is normal. It's what you do with it. Fundamentally, being different, doing something different isn't bad because God has given a purpose and that's what matters. I'm your host, Amanda Boardwine, and welcome to the journey to abandoning average. the 20th episode of the Abandoning Average podcast. Today we're going to be talking about kind of a touchy subject. It's something that a lot of people kind of dance around a little bit. I feel like I don't really hear a lot of people talking about it. And if they are, it's really from secular groups. And I'm going to be completely honest. (laughs) That is part of the reason that I started this podcast was I really wanted, and I think I've said that a few times on these different episodes, but I've really, really wanted to be able to come from a place of helping ambitious women, but from a Christian perspective. I feel like there's so many people out there talking about all the things, and yet you're having to filter all the way through all the things that they're saying because it's just not like a strong Christian perspective. So with that said, there are people that are talking about this specific topic, but it's not really from a place of like biblical standpoints, biblical mindset, all of that. It's like just a lot of... um, secular people. They're incredibly smart, but it's just not not the same. So <laughs> I wanted to be able to share with you kind of what I've been thinking through. I have some really exciting things that I'm going to share with you at the end of this episode that's coming out in the future. I'm really, really excited about it. So as you saw from the title, we're going to be talking about money mindset from a biblical perspective. And I want to share with you something that I read a while ago. Um, It was a post that I read and I was just blown away by this. And so I I just want to like share with you like where this um, episode is coming from, where my heart is, all of that. And so bear with me on that. But um, so this post that I read, it was probably a few months ago. Yeah, it was a few months ago. And um, it was in a Facebook group that I'm in. And the lady um, that posted it is such a sweet, beautiful lady. I love her. Um. And she was asking about um, like biblical, like money views. Why um, she was saying, you know, like I'm trying to grow my income as an entrepreneur naturally because in in the business world, you're trying to like increase your income. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's just naturally you're trying to like business is based off of profit. And so that's what she was talking about was like, I have this for-profit business and yet when I turn around and go to church, I feel like I'm guilted for trying to make an income. And there's just this like 
odd feeling around that. (laughs) And so she was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if it's right for me to make money or not. And she was like, I just feel like so many people are like, you shouldn't be making money. You should be, you know, struggling the rest of your life. And she's like, I don't feel like that's necessarily what the Bible says, but I don't really know. And so I'm just putting it out there. Like, what do you guys think? And, (laughs) and it just struck me as like, that's so true. Like, we don't really talk about it a whole lot. And if you hear it from the pulpit, if you hear somebody talking about money or anything like that, it's usually give to us. Like that's, that's the perspective is like they, they've gone in the red on their accounts or something like that. And so they do a series on giving and then they're back up again. Like (laughs) that is honestly what I've seen so many times. And it's kind of sad because I really think that Jesus talked a lot about money and God wants us to give. And so from that perspective, like that should be a huge thing that we're talking about more. And it's just not. And I was talking to another really good friend of mine. She was saying that she had never really heard people talking about giving in big chunks and like really, really, you know, increasing their income to the point where they could turn around and give vastly. Like it's just a mindset that we have as Christians that you're just going to continue in this low income for the rest of your life because Christians are meant to struggle. And yes, there are some that will be like that. And then there are some, but it's supposed to be like this balance, this ebb and flow where as the church, we're helping each other out. So we're going to get into more details of all of that. But that was the initial post that I saw that kind of launched me into this whole um, like not perspective shift because I had had a perspective of this, like a a mindset of this before, but like realizing that a lot of people are struggling with this and it's just a really big thing that we don't know what to do. And I know it's going to be triggering for a lot of you. (laughs) I really do. Like I know a lot of you are going to be like, oh my gosh, she's talking about money. Why is she talking about money? But I can tell you, I have researched this a lot. I know where I'm coming from. I'm connected with a lot of people that I can point you toward if you are looking for more information, for more, um, like where to give, how to give, how to um, like organize your business around a generous mindset and around a biblical mindset on money. I can do all of that for you. So I want you to know that I thought long and hard about this and this is not something I'm just like, hey, I think I'm going to talk about this now. Like, (laughs) no. (laughs) So the first thing is based on what that girl was saying in her post that I just want to bring to mind is that as you are starting your business, as you are, and maybe even even not a business, but as you're starting to grow your income, that's really the key, like growing your income, whether that is through a corporate position, whether it's through residual income, um, your own personal business that may not be based on residual income, um, maybe it's a service-based thing, but However that works, just coming from this place of like, okay, I'm trying to make more money here. I'm trying to either get promoted in my corporate job or just have more sales within my personal business. Is that wrong? That's the first question that I just want to address here. Is that wrong? And I'm going to come to you with, I truly believe, no, (laughs) it's really not because we are all like... Like if you think about, okay, so if you think about missionaries, missionaries are going out to spread the gospel to other countries or maybe within your own country, but they're making that their job, like their actual daily job. And yes, we should all be spreading the gospel and what we're doing. But like these people are like, that is their title. That's what they're doing. 
And they're going to go around and start asking people, can can you support me in this with your money? And if you're not on the field doing that, you want to be in a place where you can support them. And I know so many people who are trying to be like reverse tithers or give away millions and stuff like that. And that is not, you do not have to be doing that. But that vision, that goal does not need to be shamed. And so if you're, if that's where that balance comes from, is like there are some people that need the support and there are some people that are making the support. <laughs> like they're actually the supporting ones. And so, and there is nothing wrong in that. There is nothing wrong in that. And I think that so often we as a church, we, we, kind of glorify the ones who are asking for support and don't really glorify the ones who are making it. And God has gifted both ends. Think about that for a second. God has gifted the ones who are going out and making it their job. And God has gifted the money and the resources to the other people. And we're all supporting each other. And I go back to in um, Corinthians, like the Corinthian church, and when Paul was talking to them about, you know, giving and everything. And that's just such a key perspective in that these people are hurting over here and you guys have the money. You need to give. Like, (laughs) you need to give. And so if you're working on increasing your income, I want to encourage you that the first thing is don't feel guilty in wanting to increase your income as long as it isn't out of selfish ambition. And that is the differentiator. As long as it isn't out of selfish ambition, I hope that you are able to like pursue that because if God has put that in your lap, you're making the the income to be able to turn it around and give to other people. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, if you're increasing your income, you have to be looking at, okay, what are the opportunities here? Because God has blessed you. (laughs) God has blessed you with an amazing opportunity. And so constantly like training your eyes and your ears to be looking and listening for the people that need around you. And so that's those are the two two things. If you're working on increasing your income, those are the two things that you need to be practicing is like not letting the guilt slip in and also be listening and looking for opportunities. And so that's that's the overarching thing that we're talking about here is if you're working to increase your income, what do you do? But if you're not there yet, okay? So if you have made a million dollars and you're giving it away, fantastic. Like awesome. But if you're not there yet, and I know just about every single one of my listeners is not there yet, but I do know that you have massive, massive goals. And that is just ridiculously exciting to me. Like I have some big ones too, and I am with you on this. And like, I'm, I'm just so, so excited for all the things that we could do because this is just such a cool thing. And so um, the first thing that I want to say is that we have to be practicing, and I say we because I'm in this too, <laughs> we have to be practicing how we're giving now, how we're treating our money now. And then this this is really the meat of this whole episode because our money mindset is going to be the same when you have a million dollars or when you have $200,000 or what whatever it is, $5 million. You know, whatever that that mark is that you're working toward is not an awful thing as long as as I said before, it's not out of selfish ambition, but that mindset is going to be the same. And so if you feel like you don't have enough now, 
you won't have enough then. You're going to feel like you don't have enough then. And what I mean by that, like let's let's unpack that a little bit. So let's say now um, you feel strapped by um, the apartment that you're in. And the apartment that you're in um, is like taking up a lot of money out of your paycheck. Well, when you get $100,000, you're probably going to feel like, oh my gosh, now I have time to be able to move to this bigger house. Like now I have time to not feel like, not time, money, money to be able to feel like I can actually breathe a little bit. (laughs) And so then you're going to move to a bigger house and you're going to have more like a mortgage on that, or maybe you paid cash, but then that's going to take a lot of the um, money out of your paycheck or the money out of your savings or anything like that. And so because of that, that's going to be another added stressor on your mindset. And so because you had developed that before, it's going to be the same later. Um, Another Another example is if you are trying to invest in your business and you're trying to make the decision between do I invest in my business now or do I give this little bit extra to somebody else? That same question is going to be a year down the road, the same question with a thousand dollars. Like if you're looking at a hundred now and you've made a little bit more, it's going to be the same question later and you're going to have the same answer unless you've had a completely radical change of mindset or something like that. But most likely, most likely the person that you are now is going to be the person that you are then. And so the way that you're looking at it now could be, you know what, I'll just, I'll give when I have X amount in my bank account. Well, when that happens, you're still going to feel the same um, stretch and the same tension then. It's probably not going to happen. You're probably not going to give then. You might turn around and invest back to your business the way that you did the first time. Or you might turn around and pay for the new house or the new car or the new um, things for your kids. Like, um, So all of those things are going to add up to making you feel constricted to paying for those things and not making giving a priority. And so that's what I mean by all of that is those are just a couple examples to kind of like show you like it's going to be the same. And I wanted to tell you a little bit of um, something that I read recently and it's that – I just, I want to, like, let me back up just a little bit. I want to encourage you as a woman that we have, like, an innate desire. God has given us an innate desire to nurture, to take care of people. And what's amazing is um, people have done studies and... Um, well, they've actually found that 50 per- 57, I'm sorry, 57% of um, American households headed by single females um, are more likely to give than ones headed by males. And so that's, it's just a little bit of a tipping point. But like, I just want you guys to know that like, naturally, we we have a Um, tendency to do that. And like, it's not vastly outweighed by men or anything like that. And even in the um, climate, like the the cultural climate that we are in today, um, where women aren't paid quite as much as men, we still find a way. Like we still find a way to give. We still find a way to love on people. And that is just incredible to me. And I want you to know that like you are in a awesome community of people. And just as a woman, like we, we love to give. And that is, that is incredible to me that God has hardwired us that way. Not to put down men ever. I never, never mean to do that, but I just want to 
pick you out and say that you have the things that you need. (laughs) And I'm even thinking about like in the Bible with the widow's might, like she found a way to give. And if you feel strapped down by not being able to give a hundred or a thousand or a hundred thousand or a million, whatever that is, don't beat yourself up because you can still give the widow's might. You can still give the little bit that you have right now and you are hardwired to do it. (laughs) So I want to encourage you to continue doing that, like continue giving when you can, because that is honestly the best mindset that you can ever have to give now, because like the Bible says, when we are given a little bit and we've been faithful with that, much more will be given, but we have to prove ourselves faithful. And so when if you're in a place of just like, well, I'm just not there yet. I just don't have the funds that I want to be able to do these big things with. God gave you the dreams to do those big things, but he also gave you what you have now. And again, I know this is like super powerful and I'm like getting on my soapbox over here. <laughs> in my little room. But I just want to encourage you guys because this is something that is just so close to my heart. And I have seen so many people say this, that, you know, we're we're really tight right now and it's just really, really hard to give. And I'm going to unpack that more in a second. But what what is so, so um, powerful to me is to be able to share that, that we are just hard, hardwired to give. And, and I hope that you can tap into that where you are right now today. Um, so some of the things that I've heard before, um, about people saying that they just can't, they just can't give or, you know, just some of the limiting things that they've put on themselves, um, in, in the realm of giving. And I just want to kind of unpack those a little bit. But the first one is, and this is kind of like just just beliefs, limiting beliefs, subconscious beliefs, whatever whatever you want to call them, um, that we've put on ourselves in the realm of giving. And if this is you, like I want you to pray about it. Like just if, if one of these hits you, because I know almost all of them hit me. <laughs> if one of them hits you, like just come from a place of humility and take some time to pray about it because God will guide you. God will guide you in in what you need to be doing. Um, But the first one is having this mentality of, I just worked so hard for this money, so it's mine. And this is something that like, I truly believe we can instantly break down by just looking at who God is. God is a complete owner of everything. He has created the earth and it says, you know, um, the earth is his and everything that was created in it and, or everything that's in it. And, um, So that is something that like, if you believe that, if you believe that everything is God's, so is the money that you made. And so if you took time to make that money, I'm so proud of you. And I'm proud of like all of us for for putting in the effort to be able to make that money. But at the same time, all of it belongs to God. We don't take any ownership of it. And so what we are is you have to be able to take a second and rewrite your identity. Rewrite your identity in, I am a steward, not an owner. I'm a manager, not an owner. And when you're able to do that, it completely changes your view of giving and of your ownership of your money because really you're managing what is God's. And so you worked hard to be able to get something that is God's. He gave it to you. And then how are you going to manage it? What are you going to do with it next? And so that's that's the one of the biggest things that I hear from people is like, I've worked so hard for this. 
Um, so it's mine. And I, I hope that just being able to view yourself as a steward is something that will be um, a transition for you. Another one is my giving isn't going to make a difference. And I, I think that like what you're doing in that, in that mentality and what I've done before is that it's not going to make a difference. It's like, I don't know, $5. Like how is that going to make a difference? Well, here's the thing is that God can do whatever he wants with that $5. And so by you saying, you know what, it's not going to make much of a difference. That's saying that you don't think God can make a difference. And I think that that just, I think that that just stops it right there. I mean, (laughs) if you're able to say that God can do whatever he wants and understand that God has the most power to be able to do whatever he wants with your $5, like just put your trust in him that he will be able to make that the most powerful $5 that has ever been. (laughs) So I hope that that um, helps you in that area. I think the last one that I want to hit on is this mentality. I hear it so often, (laughs) but um, this mentality of I need to give back to God what is God's. And usually what is meant by that is the 10%. And like I said before, if we are all stewards, if we are all stewards of what is already God's, 100% is his. And when you start thinking about it that way, when you start thinking about your whole income being God's, it's not such a struggle to try to give back 10% to him. Instead, you're looking at your whole paycheck or your, your whole income and saying, okay, what can I do with this? Like, what what does God want me to do with this? How freeing is that? <laughs> because if you want to give 50%, that's awesome. And if you can only do eight, that's awesome too. But God is guiding all of it because it's all his. And so if you can prayerfully receive that paycheck and sit down and say, okay, this is in my hands. And what do you want me to do with it? Such a different mindset. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Such a different mindset. And I think so many people need to hear that. And that's why I just wanted to be able to share this topic with you guys because I hear it so many times and it just kills me. Like it makes me so sad because it's just trapping yourself into the obligation of giving. It's trapping yourself into well, I guess I need to give this to this person because God said I have to do 10% because that's his. Or I need to give to the church 10%, write this check, even though we don't really know where our rent's coming from, we don't really know. All of it is God's 100%. And so what does he want you to do with it? And just be in touch with that prayerfully. Read Bible, like drink in his word and know that that's, he's going to guide you. He will. He will guide you. Trust that. And that is like the biggest thing that I can suggest to you guys is to trust him, know him, know his word, know his voice, and know that 100% is his and you are a manager of it and he has appointed you as that. It's not 90% is yours and 10% is his and I guess you have to give it. So that I know that that's going to be so triggering for a lot of people. I'm just being brave and saying it. <laughs> but I just want to encourage you in that. And I want to give you guys a couple books um, that I've been reading recently that have just been so, so good for me. Um, the first one is Never Enough. Um, 
by Ron Blue is his name. And then the other one is When Women Give, uh, The Adventure of a Generous Life by Kim King. And both of them are just so good. And I've just been, as I've been drinking in this more, especially after that post that I read, um, I've just been kind of going all for it and really, really drinking in all the information about all of this. And these two books have been fantastic. So I would love for you guys to be able to read that if you are in on this conversation and everything and you're like, oh my goodness, I need to do this more read those, pick them up. Um, the other thing is, and I know a lot of my listeners on here, almost everybody is, um, a woman. And so I want you guys to know that there are a couple places that you can connect to out there. And the first one is, um, broadly, uh, generous giving. A lot of couples get involved in this, um, not get involved, but like it's, it's a conference. They have, um, seminars, they have, amazing people that you can meet up with. There's all kinds of information online. I could go on for forever about them. Um, so look up Generous Giving if you want to kind of get into this conversation a little bit more. And then also a branch off of Generous Giving is uh, Women Doing Well. And they have communities statewide, like national communities. Um, so if you are trying to get connected with people in person and just have conversations about um, being generous as an entrepreneur, as um, as a stay-at-home mom, like however you want to spin it, they are there for you. They have conferences all over the place. Um, so I just wanted to connect you with both of those if that's what you're looking for. But this is something that I'm just really, really passionate about. I know you've heard me talk about um, generosity before in other ones, um, in other episodes, and talking about living with open hands and letting God act. And so this is just a spin off of that. And I hope that this is something that will kind of um, start growing your mindset a little bit around this whole topic and start growing those those um, places where you've just kind of stopped yourself because literally there is there is never a wrong time to have a good mindset about money. <laughs> and so even if you feel like what you're giving is too small, even if you're feeling like your income is too small, there is never a good time to grow your mentality about it and to focus in on what God wants you to do with what's already his. Um, then my exciting thing, I told you guys I had an exciting thing. I am working on something behind the scenes on all of this, bringing this topic, um, bringing more education to this topic um, within my own personal business. So look for that. It will be out within the end of the year, a few more months. So look out for that. But we have some good stuff coming for you. And I'm just super excited. And yeah, we have some awesome episodes coming up. And I just hope that you guys are so encouraged by this today. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. And I love, love, love hearing from you guys. So if you want to leave a review on iTunes, go ahead and do that. I love to be able to hear what you guys are saying and you might get featured on my, well, you will get featured. I can already promise you, you will get featured on my Insta stories. <laughs> so go ahead and do that. And if you want to join our Facebook community where we're having all kinds of good conversations, go ahead and do that as well. Um, it's Abandoning Average. It is a closed group. So I will go ahead and let you guys in if you want in on this awesome conversation that we're having about abandoning average. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I'll catch you all in the next episode next week.